0: Hi Tribe, welcome to the 19th episode of the Tribe Secrets Podcast. Now, as I record this podcast, I realized that my previous two podcasts, so episode 18 and episode episode 17 and episode 18, were recorded without my microphone. So I do apologize for the bad audios on those two episodes, and I will republish those episodes with clearer audio and more content just to say thank you for bearing with me Um, and like I said I do apologize for the bad quality of audio. Uh, So today's episode we are talking about customer journey value. what is customer journey and what is the value of a customer journey a lot of us um don't understand especially entrepreneurs online entrepreneurs digital entrepreneurs do not know the real value of a customer journey this is because it's mostly the big brands that focus on customer journey for customer experience and this should actually ring a bell because if they take the time to focus on the customer journey and the experience that they provide for their customers, that should tell you that there's so much value in actually doing this. They have realized something that we small business entrepreneurs do not realize. Your customer value, your customer experience is what keeps the customer. This is what builds the tribe. This is what makes them loyal, the experience they have with you, the value they see in being your customers. Now, how can you do this? How can you improve the value of your customer? How can you improve the journey and the experience that your customer has with you? There's various ways to do this. Now, I'm going to base this on the ask method by Ryan Love. Levesque, I I hope I pronounced that correctly. As you know, I'm a customer avatar expert, and this is all I do. It's all about, you know, creating a customer avatar that you're going to serve, who's eventually going to become a part of your tribe. And the way they become a part of your tribe is by having a beautiful experience with you, such that they always want to return to you and they stay loyal to you. Building a customer experience is no easy task okay a lot of us use funnels these days some people still use websites now either one of them is still good you can have a gorgeous experience for your customer on a website as well as a funnel but if I told you that a website is actually an easier and a more a more appealing journey or experience for a customer would you believe me now, these are two different things. Think about it. A website is what the customer prefers, but a funnel is what we marketers prefer because the funnels make us more profitable, and naturally, the customers do not like that because they are going to just spend more money received. However, a website, a customer can go straight on a website and look for what they want to get and just get it. Now, the notion of websites are dead came from a man called Russell Brunson and Russell did this as a hook to sell his funnels. A brilliant hook nonetheless, but websites, people who go on websites are really not that confused. Yes, they might get overwhelmed by all the sheer number of things you have on the website, but more often than not, they end up leaving with what they came for. Because many times people actually just go there to get what they want. And sometimes they can end up getting more. And if they leave, they will most likely come back because they've either left, not because they're they're confused, but most likely because they're not ready to spend that much money. Now they might think about it for a while, especially if your advertising is good and you retarget them. They will come back. So whether it's a website or a funnel, if your retargeting is good, you're able to get the the customer back. Okay, you can get their email addresses, or you can just follow them around Facebook and other social media, and you can get them back, regardless of whether you use a website or a funnel. Now, depending on the kind of customer you have, depending on how they consume things, this is what de- determines your customer journey and your customer experience. To do this, there are certain steps, there are certain formats and tactics that you use or certain strategies that you use when creating a journey. The first thing is to run a survey, and this is called a deep dive survey. Now, a deep dive is done in different ways. Some companies use focus groups. Some companies use workshops. This is where they invite Setting demographics or segments of their customers to come in and talk to them about their products, about their pains, about their experiences, about, you know, the kind of frustrations they're feeling, either, you know, in something relating to a product that they're trying to launch or something relating to the service that they currently receive from that brand. Focus groups are good and they've proven to work in the past, but they're not optimal. If you run As an online deep dive survey, you're more likely to get, you know, a higher response of people just because it's a much wider net. You can cast your net a lot broader and get, you know, a lot of feedback. Now, when you run a deep dive survey, you want to ask very important questions in a very specific way. You want to ask questions in such a way that people would not give you a a one sentence answer. These are called open-ended questions. You want to ask questions that get people to talk to you. So not questions that they say yes or no to or one or two. They actually open up to you and tell you what the problem, problem really is. So for example, it could be, thank you for coming today or thank you for being here. Can you tell me a little bit about your situation? You know. And then that's an open-ended question. They just start to talk to you about the situation. But if you say, oh, how long have you been in the situation? If you phrase it that way, they'll say just two years and that's it. So you want to know the way you're asking these questions in order to make maximum use of your deep dive surveys. Now, on the back of the results of these surveys is now what you use to create your products. When so I'm gonna give you an example that I had from Ryan Levesque as well. When he, he um had a product, an orchid plant products, and he ran a survey, you know, and he did not ask open-ended questions he, and he just got, you know, he asked the question like, Oh, what's the biggest struggle that you have with your plants today or something? And everybody said watering, oh how do I water it? How long do I water it? So I don't really have to water it for. And he thought, you know, it was all about watering. That was the only problem that that surveys had, that the orchids had. Um, And then he launched a course and nobody bought the course. It was all crickets. And he's like, but hang on, you said the only challenge you had was was watering the plant. However, when he changed his approach to this question, he started to get deeper answers as to people's real problems. But also he changed something else. He changed the type of people he was asking the question to. You want to target people who have deep a deep passion and a deep understanding for what you are offering or what you plan to offer. So don't offer people who just have an interest. They need to have a passion and they need to have an, an understanding of how it works. Because that's where you're going to get the most valuable answers from as to what the real problem is that they need to be, solf- to be solved. Okay? So, I'll use another example that Ryan Levesque gave as well, and it's with Lego. Everyone knows Lego, right? We all have Legos. Our kids have Legos. But what was Lego's problem and how did Lego become so big? Would you believe that a few years ago, Lego was actually on the brink of bankruptcy? This is because they asked the wrong segment of the customers, you know, focus group more or less, the questions on what they wanted to improve and they said oh lego was too hard and then lego made lego easier and still no they didn't even buy it's like but you said this is what you wanted the mistake they made was that they asked the wrong segment of the customers now they ignored the die had fans of lego they went into you know more a different segment of customer focus now going back to the die had they said this is too easy. We need it to be harder. And as soon as Lego did that and saw and just listened, blocked out the rest of the market and listened to just the die had Lego fans, they were able to skyrocket the business and produce you know Legos that people that were the true fans really wanted to buy. And this is what increased the brand image. So asking the wrong audience and asking the wrong type of question to the wrong audience or the right audience is what goes wrong with your survey so to improve this ask the right questions to the right audience and then based on those questions build a journey build an experience and this is all this also includes your products this also includes your funnels this also includes your explanations this includes your your emails and your marketing Build the answer of your survey into everything, the entire marketing strategy for this product that you want to launch. Okay. And then on the back of every product, this is where a website might find it difficult. You want to quiz your customers. Okay. You want to get more from them. You want to know the basics at the very least. You want to know their gender and you want to know their challenges at the very least. Okay. Funnels are easier for this, but if you have a website, you can also use, you know, tools like Typeform. Mm -hmm. Typeform is absolutely amazing. Typeform have a video tool as well called Video Ask. So you can utilize those in in your marketing strategies to get more data points on your customer. On the previous episode of this podcast, I've told you guys that data is the biggest thing that you can actually have in your company because data is the only thing that will help your company sell at an amazing price if, in fact, or indeed, you plan to sell your company someday. So... I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope I've not overwhelmed you. If you need me to go more into details about quizzes and funnels, let me know. I am also working on a product at the moment and I'll be releasing for you 50 quiz questions that you can utilize in your marketing. Now, look out for that. I'll let you know when that um, content drops. Okay, have a good day all and I'll see you in the next episode.